0: Welcome to the Heart to Be World podcast. It's the weekly podcast where we share and discuss our sometimes unfiltered opinions on what's going wrong in the world. We dig deep into hot topics, mental awareness, societal issues, relationships, trends, and what's going wrong with this world. With uplifting, powerful messages at the end of every episode to encourage my listeners mornings or nights. And I'm your host, Evan, with my best friend, co-host Stan. The unpopular guys from Brooklyn with even more unpopular opinions. But it's our truth. So while everyone's sleeping, please tune in. Someone's got to stay up, because it's hard to be woke out here. Me and are just like reminiscing on the good old times. The Attitude Era was just epic. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Welcome back, bro. We back, baby. Back like we never left. It's the Hard To Be Woke podcast. It's going a while, but we back, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, we back, son. We here. How you feeling, bro? They tried
1: to cancel us, but we came back stronger.
0: (laughs) We're resilient. Now I'm saying knock us down seven times. We get back up. Seven times, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I've never
1: understood that. I get back up eight hey, but
0: yeah. Yo, <laughs> you, you, we get it, we, we get the metaphor, but you, appreciate you guys for it don't rocking. Make up. Sense, <laughs> don't. If
1: you knock me down seven times, I'm gonna get up seven times. <laughs>
0: Means that we're just chopping around about how weird the Attitude Era was in the '90s. It was
1: just no flying fucks was given, <laughs> yo. Like, all. son,
0: everything is just watered down now.
1: I'm telling you, somebody had to tell me that that sledgehammer hits weren't real. That Triple H used to give. It oh out. my gosh! I used to think that Them these was dudes real. was getting hit with sledgehammers, yo. Until
0: somebody had to break it down, like, yo, if you hit somebody with a sledgehammer, they're dead. Yo, word, word. And, yo, and then in wrestling, it's like, yo, the moment he hit you with it, you're done. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then That's when, they, when they would put in video games and you would, you would just constantly hit the wrestling until you would see blood. Once you see blood, it's just like all right he's done. We could programming
1: little fucking serial killers. Like we didn't even know. Like this shit was exciting to us. Like OD. this was life. This everything was real. OD man. And the fact that they tell you don't try it at home. So we go to the park and try it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're not gonna try it in the crib nah we, we did it in the crib son we, yo you um, remember when my, bro
1: my cousins came over one time come on man and we in the living room
0: swanton bombing niggas doing flying leg drops off the top of <laughs> the, almost couch. The, the couch almost at the top rope we All had
1: right. a fake hell in the cells when the room was being renovated we had the mattress oh, in the room we go on top of the dresser yeah and fucking yeah that was it bro
0: yo doing the swanton bombing was my shit back in the day yeah at that point i had no fear of anything son I was just, I was just wild. To
1: the point, my, my little cousin went to the, to the hospital cause he thought there was repairing in the ceiling and he saw the ladder mm-hmm. and thought he was in a ladder match and fell off the ladder and fucking cracked his eye. Oh shit. He had to
0: get stitches. was that, Mevin? Yeah. <laughs> Why do I remember that?
1: Cause it happened, man. You
0: was there. <laughs> yo, so, now nah, like we were caught up in the culture, yo. Yeah. But I uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, episode 28, I believe. Yeah, I lost it, man. Yeah, no, like, well, I'll, I'll double check, but I believe it's episode 28. Um, but we're back. Fuck it, we we now we gonna number these shits no more. You tune in, you tune in. Yeah, bro. like like we, we here. Come on, so the show don't stop. <laughs> I slowly saw the mic falling.
1: That's how true it is. Man. <laughs> the,
0: the the mic is hot. That's how true it is, bro. That's how true it is. We new to this. We true to this. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, time away, focusing on on the mental. Right, facts. Uh, part of me felt like I needed to get a reset. From just life, yeah. you know, um, decompress. That
1: shit is real, man. Yeah. That shit is real. When you with your, we talk about this all the time, but when you with your thoughts, man, your thoughts can consume you mm-hmm. to the point where you don't want to do anything. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. What's the point of getting up every day and, and doing it again? Yeah. But hopefully for certain it'd be different.
0: And I kind of like where we're at with like the culture. And a lot of more people are speaking up about mental health, mm-hmm. mental awareness, right. and it's a it's not an uncomfortable conversation like it used to be. You know, people are calling off. Yo, I need a mental day. You know what I'm saying? And now managers can't say nothing. You know, they can't hold it against you. Yo, and athletes are doing it. Remember what people
1: used to say, like when you go to the therapist. Mm-hmm. You don't remember what the what's the word I'm looking for? What the
0: therapist would say? No,
1: not really the therapist, what the people say, what What the um, consensus would be. What? Oh, you crazy? You going through it?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. Hey, it's sort of like a way of guilt man, you for you. a yeah. bitch
1: for taking care of yourself. Yo, people guilt you for anything, bro. Yeah. They try to guilt you for everything because of their own insecurities. Shit is crazy.
0: It's weird who take, makes if, the rules. If
1: you're taking care of your girl.
0: Oh, you, 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 like, they'll look at you simp. like. <laughs> That's the word now. So, I'm like, yo, what is a sip? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, and it's like what? You can't be a nice guy like nah. like the Russell Wilsons of the world, right? A simp. He's a simp. <laughs> Godson. But
1: he's doing what makes him happy. But he's a simp.
0: And he's, yo, bro, you just can never fucking win.
1: That's why I don't try
0: to win. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's why I don't try to impress nobody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I I, I do it for the love of the game, baby. Right. You know what I'm saying we doing this for the love of the who game. You trying to impress? Yes. Yeah.
1: Unless, unless that's your life, like.
0: You know what it is. I think it's just an accumulation of opinions on Twitter and social media that allow people to really allow the toxicity to get in because these same people are the ones that are capping online, you know, whenever they have like a negative take on anything, whether it's somebody's fit that goes viral, whether it's someone breaking up and it's just a subject of conversation. Everybody has, it's crazy. Like the thing that we enjoy about social media, our own platform is also the most toxic part of social media where it's just like, sometimes the wrong people have a platform. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we were talking about this the other day, like the rules that women have placed on on the standard of men. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like,
1: who came up with the rules? It's a mysterious entity.
0: Why do all women think the same now? Like, it's like you hear the same thing over and over. It's he has to make six figures, he has to be fit. They would love if he's six foot tall, this, that, and the third. You got to be making athlete money, got to be ambitious, aka, you just got to be a dude that's making money. That's what (laughs) the funny thing about ambition. If you really break it down, she's basically saying, like, you just got to make a whole lot of money. Like, you can't, like, if you're working one job, that's not good enough. You got to be ambitious. You got to want more than one job, you know? Your
1: your explore page says a lot about you, huh?
0: What, mine? (laughs) Period. Oh, you looking at your explore page? Period. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Bad chick, bad chick, bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch, a snake. (laughs) Bad bitch, bad bitch, a fruit. Then you get, start getting to regular shit, but then it's still.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't for, you go to my explore page, you see a lot of motivating shit, like uh, weightlifters, people losing weight, um, locks. I have a thing with locks now.
1: think this is a cow getting cleaned? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Yeah. No, but like, yeah, I had to, I had to um, it wasn't planned. Like, the, the leave wasn't necessarily planned, it just ended up becoming something where it was just like, yo, I needed to get away from just the responsibilities of life. Like, I was honestly behind closed doors, just in a dark place. So my escape, you know, it was, um, I was with shorty in Jersey and we just made the best of it. We had a great time and I was just rejuvenating myself. Like I was sitting there like, yo, I can't wait to get back to the podcast. It's just, I just needed to be away from the responsibilities that I have, that I have to constantly carry all throughout the year. Right. So it was never like a thing where I was just, you know, running away from this, but it was just, I need to restart. You want to
1: talk about those responsibilities
0: or? Um, yeah, sure. Like safe space, uh, just basically the pressures that, like, you know, living in a Caribbean household, yeah, the pressures yeah. and expectations that, you know, they kind of put on you. Um, I'm an older sibling. Um, like, I'm the first to ever graduate in college in, m- in my entire family. And I'm constantly... It's like... I'm not the first child, but because I have like an older sister in Haiti, like, and my mom never really was, you know, quite raised, like she raised me in New York. Right. I'm like the first son. Right. And for some reason, we're always kind of viewed like as the saviors. Yeah. You know, like we're the ones that have to be the translators or we're the ones that have to- Get the paperwork done. The paperwork done. Yo,
1: I knew how to do um, taxes and car insurance by Mm -hmm. the time I was 15. That's impressive. Like, because they would come to me like, yo, you know how to use the internet yeah yeah. I heard you could do this online now (laughs) you know what I'm saying you go and you learn all these fucking life skills not because they taught it to you Mm -hmm. but it was part of your daily route like yeah to now I could still send money to Haiti and buy a phone card at the same time and fucking
0: that's crazy yeah you know what I'm saying so like from from a from a youth I've always been like the responsible one and then you grow up and you then you have siblings so now you have to be a role model you
1: weren't we weren't ever allowed to be a kid
0: never absolutely never um and now that I'm older now, I'm watching my siblings kind of go through the, their little traits. They're going through their little madness. Sister dealing with anxiety and like she's afraid to go to school now mm-hmm. and can't even blame her. Like she she deals with a lot of like social anxiety being, just being around students. So in the mornings, it'd be difficult for her to go to school. Right. So I got to have like these pep talks and help uh, and create these breathing exercises. And now all of a sudden, I'm an older brother and now I'm like a therapist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just just gradually being patient with them. I say all that to just say on top of the responsibilities that I have for myself, the ones where you have to live up to that family heritage, where you're supposed to be the savior, the breadwinner, right. the one that figures it out, and then on top of that, you're the one with all the answers. Every time they need something, to they, they whether come you know you. about it or not, it's, it's, it's the weirdest thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes you just want to kick back and smoke weed. Like I don't want to read this. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to translate this. I don't want to. I don't want to be bothered.
1: Because now you got your own situations going on. You, you're trying to figure out your own life. And
0: yeah. And so I'm at that point in my life where that's what I'm doing. Like I'm I'm trying to find myself and figuring things out and putting things together. Right. But sometimes people don't notice your your um your path or right. where you are in life. They just view they view the world through their own lens and through their own needs. They never sit back to say, "Hey, how are you doing?" Mm. You know, like a lot of people ask, "Hey, how's it going?" But it's it's just to be cordial.
1: Yeah, it's just a way to say hi. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They don't care. Because once yeah. somebody gets into it, like, damn, what the fuck did I just
0: ask? <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know, bro, yeah. you
1: know what I'm saying? Like, It's kind of like, yo, everything good? Yeah, cool. All right, cool.
0: But everything's not good. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just, but we're not going to sit here and just open up to a random. And then it's like, when, whenever, like, when do we ever have time to really open up and talk about real shit? Right. Oh, here's the other thing. Like, uh, we actually did record an episode. Man, it was it was a pretty solid episode, but yeah. during the edits, it's like Stan's mic was off.
1: I don't know what happened.
0: You, you just couldn't hear Stan at all. So we actually had an episode for the month of ju- uh, one June, month that just passed. May. I'm like, I'm, I'm actually sober I can't remember the months. It's, we're in June now. Yeah, <laughs> we're in June. So we yeah. actually had an episode for we, May. We've been
1: having a cold spring. So it's like <laughs> spring just started. Bruh. Like two weeks ago. Yeah. It's like, ah, right, you know what? We'll give you constant 70 degree weather. Mm-hmm. It's been a toxic spring. Yeah. It's been spring too. That's so, what I've been calling it.
0: You call it Sprinter? spring tour? So yeah, so like it wasn't even like planned, but I it just ended up turning What's into like that you a, needed.
1: You feel like you became better because of it
0: though. Um, I had to, I had to really. Here's the thing: I'm a positive person, right? And with the with the pressures that I've been dealing with and the responsibilities, I started losing myself because every day was like everybody was stressing me out. Not
1: question is this you putting pressure on yourself or it's just pressures that are coming your way, or do you <sighs> take them on once somebody hands them
0: to you? Because um, a lot of
1: shit you could be like, yo, that's not my problem. I don't care.
0: Yeah, and I do that a lot. Right. I, I definitely do that a lot. Like, I create a lot of uh barriers right. where, where it's just like, Yo, if I don't feel like dealing with it, I won't. Right. but sometimes your prerogative. Yeah, like, sometimes, no matter how thick you build that wall, there's always, like, a little crack where something is going to get in. Do you
1: in. feel guilty that if you don't go that route and, and help them, like... No. You don't feel uh, guilty, you don't feel like... That was
0: probably maybe 10%. Okay. Like, 10%. Like, I wouldn't even blame it on guilt. It was just overwhelming. Like, I put... A, I put a lot of pressure on myself as a man. You kind of do in right. this society where right. it's just like you got to be up to it. something. I can handle it. Yeah, I can handle it. You know what I'm saying? it. And then and really
1: and truly, it's like damn, I ain't handling shit. Yeah, but you keep taking on more and more and more and more and more and more.
0: And you don't want to sit there and complain about it and look, and come across as feeling like a little bitch because you can't handle the shit that you got to do. Right. And then on top of that, you have family that's looking for you as like for for money or yeah, for savior. right. Yeah, or just the problem solver, the savior, like like you alluded to. So, yeah, when I was away, I was just, like, overwhelmed with just, like, toxic shit. And I was just like, no, I, I got to reset. I got to find my joy for living. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, like, it's, it's crazy because I feel comfortable talking about this. But the suicidal thoughts that just naturally just go through your mind when you're at, like, your point where it's just like, yo, I can't fucking take this yeah. is it's crazy. Because I, I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, yo, I'm not even halfway depressed.
1: You know my thing on suicide is, right? What? There's 100,000 things trying to take me out every
0: day. I mm-hmm. shouldn't be one of them. Mm. Yeah, that that's going, and and and, should, and that's real. I shouldn't be one of them. That's, that's 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 real.
1: like, what's the point? Yeah, what's the point?
0: Yeah. And and I was saying that I'm just like, yo, bro, I'm so overwhelmed with this shit. I just wanted to stop. I just wanted to stop, you know, and like that getaway and being around Shorty and clearing my mind really allowed me to just really get back to the to to my my, my mental side. So she a good one, man yeah yeah definitely yeah, so
1: instead of stressing you out even more she's oh yeah, yeah, yeah like fucking... like she doesn't stress me out at all right
0: at all like so like so what i did was i came back and i said you know what let me let let's let's re, let's get the ball rolling again what's what can i work on right now that's simply something that i could focus on and that's in my hand and i said my health right so now i've been going to the gym uh i'm on this journey of like tr- i'm trying to lose about 30 40 pounds okay going to gym five times in a row Doing you cardio. Time, you
1: have a timetable for how long? What? Like 30, 40 pounds, like six months? No, but no just... timetable. Like, I'm
0: not trying to even create a challenge, and I'm not even weighing myself. Okay. I'm just creating that habit and that discipline. You're making it a lifestyle. Yeah. Like yeah. Right. And, and the funny thing is, even in my 20s, in my best shape, I've never been able to go to the gym five consecutive days. But there are people that do. So I challenge myself. I'm like, yo, if I could go five straight days, I'm going to be proud of myself. Bro, by day two, everything was hurting. Hmm. I don't know something about the 30s, that just humble you every single time you try to, like, do the things that you used to be able to do in your 20s. By day two, I was ready to tap, bro. And I just kept on saying, like, you know what? We're not quitting. We're not falling off. We're staying consistent with this. And um, believe it or not, it's going to sound hilarious, bro. But, you know, sometimes you get influenced by social media from the negative and sometimes the positive. Right. I came across this powerful quote, and it's this powerful perspective that just kind of, like, enlightened me. And it came from the most random person of all time. Jim Jones, and you've probably seen it because everybody kind of shares like the same algorithm. but Jim Jones was like, um, remo- like don't focus on being motivated, focus on being consistent. right you know like by being consistent, um, you'll, you'll find yourself getting motivated again. So, yeah. so when you're motivated, you'll be the best version of yourself that day. Like motivation doesn't last like most like other emotions that we kind of go through. No, like it's hard to be motivated every single day. And by day because two, you, you've done it already. And, yeah, and your
1: brain constantly craves new,
0: new shit, new shit. Yeah, OD. You, no you, matter you know what, where you are, new yeah.
1: stimulation. You want new stimulation. Yeah. Like when you start seeing the mundane over and over and over, you're trying to get into a rut. Yeah. And being self motivated, but I've heard, um, you know Andrew Schultz, uh-huh. the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brilliant idiots. Yeah, fuck with them. So I've heard him say this brilliant idiots episode where he was like, "Being consistent serves you." Yeah, people look at it as a trap or you are being a slave to something, but no, it serves you. Yeah, you go to the gym every day, constantly, every like five times a week, consistently. What do you build? You build better health. Yep, you're buying yourself a longer natural life. Right, you're fighting away diseases. You're putting away shit that's gonna hurt you in the long run.
0: A journey between you, and yourself, and I. Right. Yep.
1: When you when you read every day, mm-hmm. you inform yourself. You're constantly putting you stimulation. When you eat healthy, it serves you. Every every kind of routine and consistency serves you when you go to work mm-hmm. or when you're making your money or whatever you're doing. When you're making your money, right? Mm-hmm. Consistently, you know that at, that's one less stress I got to worry about. And if you're not making enough money, then at least what are you doing to to elevate that? Right. And that's that's where consistency comes in. Like, if you want to go into real estate, if you want to go into podcasting, if you want to go into anything, mm-hmm. the main important thing is consistency. I, I completely agree with that quote.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it it, it hit, bro. Because, like, by day two, I was done. And I was just like, yo, I'm, I'm probably going to take a rest day. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Before, you know, I went to the gym. And what I've been doing is I'm walking three miles. Okay. before in my 20s i was running three miles now i'm power walking it doesn't even matter how i get as long as i do three miles three miles, right yeah i'm good and
1: then what i used to do too is um i would challenge myself so uh-huh. today i did two miles in, in 40 minutes uh-huh. and tomorrow i'm gonna
0: do it in 39 minutes oh tomorrow i'll do it in 35 minutes so here's my challenge my challenge is an hour of cardio every day okay um it's the it's the old skip Bayless routine i actually got it from skip He's been, he he does an hour of cardio. He's been doing that since 1986, right. believe it or not. So I tried, I'm like, yo, Skip Bayless could do this shit. I'm like, let me give it a shot. Like, what's the hour of cardio feel like? And bro, to anybody who's um on that journey, because health is, is something you deal with in your entire life. Start off like, but if you could do an hour of cardio every single day, you'll be amazed at the results that you could get. I didn't think I could fucking do it. I've done it for five straight days. Today's my rest day because I'm kind of banged up, to be honest, because I'm, I'm lifting weights and I'm doing strength training on top of that, so it's taking a toll. So I'm giving myself some grace and not guilting myself for missing a day.
1: Allow, allow your body to heal up. And... Yeah. Yeah, of course. And
0: <laughs> the day I choose to heal up is also the day I roll out of bed and bust my ass, too. <laughs> but I'm here, though. <laughs> Yo, OD. I don't know anybody who's ever fallen out of bed, but today was like the first time it's actually ever happened to me. And yeah funny story but um yeah so like that's
1: never happened i've had dreams about it you, mm-hmm. you ever had them dreams where you jump up like oh shit like bro i had dreams where every I other on, night I slipped on ice yo and as soon as i'm about to fall hit the ground i wake up
0: yeah you you twitch yeah you yeah jump it's, up the weirdest, like, it's the that, weirdest it's the weirdest
1: half sleep half awake shit mm-hmm. where like that's when i get my nightmares too yeah yeah i get most of my nightmares in that sleep state because it's like I'm half awake. The shit feels real. It mm-hmm. feels like I'm still in the real world. It feels like something's in my room with me. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I snap out of it. And I'm like, nah, I got to turn on the TV or something, get my mind off of this shit. Or I got to go on my phone. Right. If I sit here with my own thoughts, that shit's going to... I know there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. It's not rational. Yeah. But it's still in your head. Yeah. And it's hard to shake shit out your head. Yeah.
0: real shit. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, along this journey, like, the Jim Jones quote slapped, and it's really helped me be uh, humble myself where it was just like yo Ev you don't have to be motivated you don't have to be 100% just be consistent yeah. and that applies for anything you do in life they
1: they, they they, start to serve you when you start yeah, doing man. things without thinking and it becomes part of you you can only build from that yeah. like, how can I do it better because humans have this knack like think about it anything you do you do it enough even after like 10 minutes mm-hmm. let's say something simple as cutting open boxes right okay after 10 minutes of cutting open boxes how you did it the first time and how you did it the hundredth time is completely different. Right. Because you learned to, you learned the technique, you got the skill, and now you're going to adapt and make it better. How am I going to make it more efficient for me? Mm. So I don't have to do something as much as I don't like it. You just become more efficient with it. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. Feel me?
0: Yeah. No, you spitting. Yeah. So, like that. Qu- <laughs> I'm. It's actually a good thing when you're spitting, though. But uh, I get the pause. But uh, yeah, bro. And that helped me. Happy Pride Month, by the way. <laughs> Happy Pride Month, man. You going to the Pride Parade? <laughs> no. But I, I support from a distance, man. Like, I'm all for people living in their own comfortability and just, like, listen, we got to be more accepting of one another anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? it doesn't hurt you at
1: all. all all these stupid shit that you should put in your head like i ain't fucking with no gay dude the, the, the because,
0: stigma and all that he's gonna shit be
1: looking at me he looking at you anyway
0: yeah you can't OD. stop somebody from looking at you hey od you gonna find yourself any gay bars this weekend no okay it's not my it's not my scene okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing against them but it's not my hold, scene.
0: Hold, on, hold on did you have to be there in order to realize it wasn't your scene no nah, it's just not my scene okay my, nonetheless
1: almost almost there with my cousins and then because they they always practical jokers
0: Oh, what they tried to get you to go to a gay bar in the low?
1: We like, yo, just for laughs, and giggles. We were Where's go this to conversation
0: gay bar. going? Yeah, you
1: asked me a question, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. I'm just bringing up something from my past, sir. right?
0: For like one time,
1: we was going to a party in Times Square. Mm-hmm. So, parking in Times Square is the worst, but somehow somewhere we found parking nearby, right? Mm-hmm. And we just happened to park on a block with a gate, with a gay, with a gay bar. Mm-hmm. And you could tell it was a gay bar from the outside. You just knew. Mm -hmm. And my cousin's like, yo, let's go in there. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) 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 Last thing I need is (laughs) to go.
0: (laughs) Guys are trolls. Like, yo, just trolls. Just just, shits and giggles. Mm
1: -hmm. We didn't go, but still, it was an option.
0: Right. But um, But no,
1: I'm not going to any gay bars this weekend. All right. Live your life. Not everything's for everybody. Let's just say it like that.
0: Yeah, that's a clean way to put it. But, um, yeah, to, to sum it all up, it was just that journey has just been r- really, like, eye-opening for me. Okay. And it was like, again, it's the first step towards uh everything that I'm working on in the big picture, towards my mental health.
1: And now when you get into those ruts, you know how to pull yourself out of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I told myself, like, yo, let's work with what is tangible, my health. Let me focus on my health and everything else. Because, you know, everybody knows when you work out, you feel great. It's just something about just pushing yourself to that limit that allows you to be comfortable. Like, yo, I'm doing something. I'm being productive. Right. So I recommend anybody that's going through their own journeys or their own battles, like, yo, start with your health. Start with your physical health and then work your way up towards everything else that's um, an issue in your life. You know what I'm saying? And handle it with grace. That's one thing that I've definitely been doing. Mm. All right. So up and down, uh, a lot has happened throughout... I mean, from, you know, from, from like the massacres. Like, do you have a, like a take on, on what's been going on in just the country? Uh, Is it too hot outside? like, like, like I mean, what's, when it gets hot. What's going on?
1: People get shot more because that motherfucker you ain't see what's go- that you still have beef with. Like, it's not going nowhere.
0: Yeah, it, like, it's crazy. And, and then on top of that, you know, we were just um, chopping it up about the, the trouble situation. So granted, the, the artist, like, I don't really know too much about him. Okay. But the first time I'm hearing about him is the day he dies. Yeah. Right. And we and me and Stan were just kind of talking about, like, yo, damn, like, all right, so he was a hot rapper. How'd he die? So reports are coming out that it was, like, first it was issued that, like, he actually died in his car, which was the internet being the first one to release a cap. So he wasn't shot in his car. He was actually chilling with a female and the individual broke into the house, got into a domestic situation, and he ended up getting shot in the and chest. The
1: fucked up thing is the only reason this gets any attention because the man was an artist.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's not like shit doesn't happen like this all the time. Yeah, all the time, right? All over the country, yeah. all over the world, it, it happens. But
0: so, like, me and Stan, we're like, we're kind of going back and forth about this <laughs> shit, and you, you were talking about how it goes back into like the biblical days. Yeah. Of just yo, and and I was saying here from from a modern day perspective. It's like. So Trouble is apparently the side nigga or whatever the dynamic was. He was just out here with, with Shorty, right. getting nuts, sleeping. And this dude who I guess that's his ex gets mad that she's probably moved on to another dude or she's talking to another dude, loses his mind, breaks into her crib, beats her ass and then shoots, to, shoots Trouble. From the outside looking in, that's a huge bro code broken because everybody will tell you. And again, I've been in those emotional rages in my, in my pastime. Where it was just like, yo, sometimes you don't know who to be mad at. Right. But I never, I always tell myself, if I'm going to take my anger out on a woman, then you spare the the individual. Because he doesn't owe you the loyalty. No. You know what I'm saying? At like all. Like, if, if 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 you're mad at the woman, then be mad at the woman. Then technically the guy has nothing to do with it because this is y'all drama. How does this nigga trouble end up getting shot? Who fucking knows? But you break the bro code because he doesn't owe you anything. At all. He's, he's fucking with a chick that thinks, like you know what I'm saying and, and and so so I had a like we had a funny conversation cause you were like messing with a shorty back then and you remember the, 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 the code I told you yeah always when, have
1: home field advantage whether it's at a hotel <laughs> in your car when you messing wherever, wherever. when you messing at with a
0: shorty and you don't know her background or, or, or her background history cause you
1: can only go off what she say yeah you know what yeah, I'm, I'm saying i single I got an ex and, and chicks or, will
0: cap to you all day I or, always or, say the or, same or my thing my boyfriend's in jail or, mm-hmm. or he's in the army or whatever yeah heard you sis you still pulling up over here I always tell Stan and, and some of my other friends always make sure you have home field advantage when you fucking with a shorty always make sure
1: because the last thing you want to do is get caught with your pants down
0: exactly like, and, 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 this, and we find ourselves here if Trouble had had home field advantage he's here today you know what I'm saying and it's unfortunate that this dude who had like a promising rap career i think he had like a hit song with like the weekend like apparently really famous i'm like where the hell am i, am I in mind this culture i've never even heard of this guy right but he loses his life like that and it's like where are we at as a fucking country now now granted you said you said it yourself this happens every single fucking day you know what i'm saying so we're only talking about it because of of who he it's was it,
1: but it, yeah it's either you're fighting somebody or yeah like i was watching um yeah, I watched porn. So I was watching a porn one time, right? hmm And the porn was fucking the shorty and her boyfriend walks in. <laughs>
0: that was the skit?
1: That, no, it wasn't a skit. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, don't, don't they typically have skits? They have skits, yeah. but then there's amateur porn, too. Okay. Which which is more, like, real. That's like, not like like... Like, you and a shorty just put a camera in your room and... you. Oh, a oh so and that's and regular.
0: And, regular. Oh, regular and, shit that everybody kind of yeah, low-key do. Porn. Okay, okay, that's what it's called. And All right. fucking the dude
1: fucking the chick. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the boyfriend rolls in to the hotel with her homeboy like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and when all he sees is the camera running because wow. he was recording off his phone. So you see the man running down the hall mm-hmm. like, oh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh. pew. So it's like, yo, shit like this happens all the time.
0: And so much that they're out here making skits about it, hey. which is, it's it's fucking nuts too because it's like, like. like yeah, and, wh- it,
1: and it goes down to dudes thinking that they own the individual like once, oh yeah once a shorty gives you the peace yeah. sign you think that's yours yeah and that's a lot of toxic traits that we got to get
0: away from because nowadays it's like it's free-for-all and Charlemagne says it uh, all the time because at the end of the day if you look at it from a logical perspective you kill an individual that you've never even met before you had no issues with prior to that moment you know You kill him and now you're about to spend the rest of your life in prison. It goes to show you that you were dealing with some untapped trauma that you never catered to. And he says, if you don't ever, if you don't take the time out to deal with your trauma, you will end up bleeding on people that never cut you. And to sort of full circle it, that's kind of like why I needed to escape from everything. Because everybody needs to escape from their responsibilities, from their lives at some point. Because,
1: yo, so I got this dude at my job, 12 man, right?
0: Mm. 12 man? Tall. Oh, tall man. Okay, yeah. I thought that was like his nickname.
1: No, tall oh. man. That's his nickname. Tall man. Oh, tall man. Yeah, that's yeah. A, okay. Yeah, yeah, tall man. Yeah. That's his nickname because he's like six foot four. Okay, but me and him be having like real deep conversations, mm-hmm. and he he talked about. it. He said, "Everybody grows old, but not everybody grows up."
0: huh. Mm-hmm. I'll co-sign that. Yeah,
1: like you're gonna age. That's part of life, but how you mentally age and how you mentally deal with things. Not yeah. everybody has that that part growing up so you have a lot of dudes out here that you've been told yo suck it in be tough Ba-da-da-da-da. yo hold it back your parents is cursing at you You stop being a bitch uh-huh. you know you got coaches you got whatever and you don't get to express your feelings cause I think I've said this before but men and women have the same exact emotions uh-huh. they both get mad they both have tear ducts so you can both cry both get sad both get happy you both get excited you both get anxious but only one side is allowed to deal with their emotions
0: out out loud in, in, public, in public without being shamed right. for it you know what i'm right. saying yeah
1: and the other side you just gotta hold it in and bottle it up but that's not dealing with it yeah that's just tucking it away for a later time for it to explode and then when you pop it's like damn i ain't i ain't know that nigga had it in him yeah what the fuck's wrong with this dude?
0: And and of course with us, it's like it's viewed as being tough. Like yo, like when you end up taking your trauma out, like and that trauma will probably come out at a most random moment. Like this yeah. dude, I'm I'm not gonna say because he did go there with a gun, right? You know, so, so you, you
1: ever been angry? You got tears out your eyes? Yeah, like that kind of anger.
0: But but think about look at it logically. If you're going to your ex girlfriend's crib, right? And it was a, it was reported that he put his hands on her and like he got into a fight, started putting his hands on her, but he ends up killing this dude. Like you went in there because it was her, you know, like, like, kind of like what you alluded to. You like, you feel like you own it, like it's, it's yours. It's yours, but you know what I'm saying. Never
1: in that contract do you have that. Cause that's an unwritten conversation. Mm. That's an unsaid conversation. Like, you know, once I'm fucking with you, you are only for me. Unless you say it out loud, like, yo, you don't only want for me. I, I ain't, I ain't fucking with nobody. That goes for men as well as women.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: because it's expected. Yeah, because in, in religion you stay with one person you marry that person and and a lot of things you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but unless you expressively speak that I'm in an exclusive relationship I don't feel well about you fucking with other people until you get to that stage you have no right to say who and when or what she's fucking with
0: yeah Yeah.
1: we we go into these relationships like yo shorty's mine I'm doing this for her I'm doing this for her I'm, I'm, I'm paying this bill. I'm buying her food. I'm taking her places. I'm doing this. So and you automatically said, off rip, you expect that kind of loyalty back.
0: And it's that's not how reality works. That's not how reality works. And like at any point in time, all it takes is one person to breach a contract, and it's done. Right. Regardless, if you're over it, mind you, there's no the
1: only legal contract out there is when you marry somebody. It's when you marry somebody. Yeah. And when you marry somebody, because of marriage laws. then you can start going after them you can start going after their pockets you can start going yeah alimony and and it still doesn't even
0: allow you to put your hands on them no (laughs) you know what i'm saying so so under any circumstance was it okay what this dude did
1: no it's not you know what i mean but that's what we're talking about yeah like these are the mindsets of a lot of dudes out here that don't females too
0: that grow old but don't grow up
1: oh my baby daddy cheated on me so i'm gonna light his car on fire how's that healthy yeah property damage doesn't undo what the, it makes you feel better in the moment. It makes you feel like you're winning. But now it's what? dumb.
0: It's dumb because once you have to deal with the consequences, you look like a dickhead. So that individual who just recently um, turned himself in, it's like, I'll never understand how you can kill someone that you don't know and then spend the rest of your life in prison the following day. Yeah. You didn't even get away with the crime.
1: Right. What did you gain from it?
0: So Because your girl, your ex, she's going to move on. And she's going to find another partner. And unfortunately, she put herself in a situation where, you know, she's probably going to have to l- l- deal with the fact that she caused this man's passing. Right. It'll, even though it's not really her fault because you don't you don't tell it. You, there's nothing you could do to make an individual grab a gun and kill someone like she didn't tell him to do it. But she's going to look at herself like, damn, because of myself, I caused this man his life. And now this individual has to go to jail if she even if she even cares to, to that you know, kind of degree. But the individual is like, yo, you're gonna spend the rest of your life in prison because you never took time to deal with whatever fucking trauma you were dealing with or just fucking grow up. You never everybody says like there's no point of of like if you catch a shorty cheating, you could get into a fight with the nigga she cheating on you with, but your issue's not with him, really. It's with Shorty. It's with Shorty. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that you have the right to put your hands on anybody, because it is a it is a tough pill to swallow, bro. And and I get it, as a man, you're old everybody's there when you feel betrayed. And I ain't gonna front feeling betrayed nothing makes you see red like betrayal because kind of like what you alluded to you start to think about to everything that you did for the person all the opportunities in which you probably could have fucking cheated and you chose not to or some niggas are just bitch-ass niggas who just can't take a l yeah you know what i'm saying so i'm not even gonna like act like that's that option wasn't on the table maybe he was just a bitch-ass nigga you know what i mean and he just had sucker in him so he because you you went there with a gun for what he's a simp you know, that's that's what we need to start calling this. You feel me? But like, that's timely, bro. You know, and for one individual who's just like, yo, I'm just out here trying to get a nut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This ain't my bitch. This ain't my wife. Right. I'm sleeping. And and for me to lose my life like that, it's like history continuously repeats itself. This ain't the first time th- th- this narrative has fucking happened. You know what I'm saying? And what can you can do? People need to really take time out their lives to hear from the shit that they're dealing with, because bro, like all these massacres, what the fuck is up? Yeah, yeah bro, and it's sad because it's like the people that are surviving these shits, like like us who just read this shit as a headline on our social media, we're we're numb to it. It, it's sad, like whether you want to look at the, the 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 nineteen kids that died in an in, in elementary school, or the, or the the grandparents that died at, at the yeah, supermarket. The
1: supermarket, the weekend in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia. It's, this shit that happened on the train where the dude went Call in, of Duty so in, in far, New York. Yeah.
0: like it's just like, bro, people are dealing with a lot of fucking
1: pain. And I said it. I said it on the last one. I got deleted. Like, yo, that's dead ass. The train I was taking to work, <sighs> one stop away. Like, dead ass. Like. Either one or two stops after the stop I get off.
0: Those people didn't do anything outside of the ordinary. Right. That's what's crazy. You know, the, the, the kids that go to elementary school didn't do anything outside of the ordinary. The grandparents that went to the supermarket didn't do anything outside of the ordinary. And just to, like, it just shows you that people people are dealing with some shit, man. And a lot of people honestly need healing. Because you don't know when it's going to be your last day. Nope. You don't know how it's going to go. And for it to go like like, I know we're on the topic of trouble here. But man, imagine... You just obviously sleeping on the show, you ain't got no beef with nobody, you ain't got no ops, and then this happens and then you just lose your life like that? Right. Out of blue. It's like I, I
1: bruh, it's it's unfortunate. It's, it's, it's an unfortunate part of life that yeah. not everyone's going to get to live. That's um I think was I was talking with you. Mm-hmm. When um Ray Liotta died. Who's Ray Liotta? Oh, the the actor. Yeah, the actor. Yeah. Uh, uh Tommy Facetti. Yeah. Yeah. Good good fellas and stuff Goodfellas, like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he he went to he died in his sleep. Like yo, what's the sucky? Way? That's a sucky way to die. And I'm like, yo, dead ass bro. With all the ways you can die, that's the that's the death everyone's shooting for.
0: <laughs> the lesser of evils. Dying yeah. Dying
1: peacefully in your sleep with no pain and no no thing. No just, sickness. Just, just your but time I, running out. But I ain't
0: go front though. I I can't I can't dispute that. You're right because it's just it's the tallest midget, man. Yeah, you know, like, it's just, it's so unexpected. Like, I could be perfectly fine. I go to bed. I'm expecting to wake up and record a podcast or see a friend or go on a trip. And all of a sudden, I, I don't know what that transition is like. And I. That's the fear that everyone has because a lot of people believe in an afterlife. Yeah. A lot of people believe in
1: reincarnation. A lot of people just believe you go to sleep forever. Yeah. And if you go to sleep forever, then you don't know what death feels like.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying? So but you just know in this realm, in this consciousness, that that person is
0: gone. And we're looking at it from the side of the living. Yeah. You can't look at it from the side of the living because everybody brushes. Yeah.
1: Everybody brushes,
0: bro. Yeah, and you're right. It is like, yo, how else would you want to (laughs) go? Like, I know a lot of us probably don't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. But shit, shit, take me
1: out of my sleep. Because if if you don't brush, like, side note, like, there's this little thing I watched on Netflix called Love, Death, and Robots. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, basically a bunch of short stories that, like, each episode is a different episode. Mm. And on one of the episodes, they cured aging. Aging.
0: They cured?
1: Aging. So you could be 140 years old and look like you're 30
0: holy shit what was the
1: consequence on that overpopulation because nobody's dying of natural causes anymore
0: oh. and the
1: feedback was that was that they had to kill kids kids were illegal you weren't allowed to make kids
0: get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> what is it netflix yes yeah, netflix what's it called
1: love deaf, and robots
0: stan just uh, put a plug out there like that is a crazy yo people are geniuses so now the concept like, is weird but
1: so now they got cops that investigate people who illegally have kids and their job is to arrest the parents and kill the kids because overpopulation is causing food shortage, resource
0: shortages. But it goes to show you in um in our own reality how just healthy it is for people to die of natural causes. Correct. How Cause, important death is. Yeah. And it's crazy like we're trying our hardest to live as long as we can with the
1: with the but with we're the getting in into health and the, but we're
0: getting in the way of a natural part you of just life. Just want to go as painful,
1: as least painful as possible. Yeah. That's 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 yeah. the story of it i've accepted death i'm not ready to die yeah that's that's where i'm at in my life
0: yeah when are you ever ready you know what i'm saying right like
1: but i've accepted that i'm gonna die
0: right i've accepted that okay so um segueing into like you know heartbreak and all that other shit uh michael b jordan uh you knew he was dating laurie harvey like two years like oh my gosh bro like one of many i like i feel so bad
1: i i you, you Here, kinda, here's the thing alright go
0: ahead man
1: <laughs> you kinda gotta know what you get into
0: yeah yeah. Know, right? <laughs> yeah that's a fact That that is I, I'll definitely you, you lasted that. this the man. only reason I, say I feel bad is cause I'm an actual fan of Michael B. Jordan well, you you Were you rooting for them I didn't really care okay I, like I, I don't like I'm not a fan of couple goals or whoever the internet wants to say alright
1: cause here's you the know. thing with actors yeah it's such a small dating pool yeah if you only wanna date famous people it's such a small dating pool a really small like mhm Rihanna was with a billionaire before Oh Rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one really cared. This dude is rich. She got Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Cool. Now she's with ASAP Rocky and gets pregnant and now it's like couple goals and and things like that. It's like, but
0: I didn't see that coming. If she
1: wants to date famous people, there's only so much famous people out there. Right. There's a lot of rich people out there. Yeah. There's a whole lot of rich people out there but there's only so much famous people mm-hmm. and you're going to end up crisscrossing one one way or the other right you know what i
0: mean yeah no definitely and and, and the reason i said i felt bad honestly was cuz when when the video came out of him at the warriors game and he put on that smile and you could just see in his eyes that this nigga like i looked at it i'm like yo i remember being there <laughs> i'm like all my real ones like 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 they will tell you at, there's no way you've lived a long life without feeling that pain of just, like, heartbreak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, we're just not on a public stage where people are putting cameras in our face to capture it. But that moment was, like, it's it's forever going to live on the internet. It's forever going to live on the internet. I was just like, bruh, damn, son. How'd you get the the future rep? Because, like, Twitter trolls her all the time about just, like, she's like the female future.
1: Because of all the celebrities she's been with.
0: And what, what, is she the one that's, like, ending all these relationships? Pretty much. Oh, okay. She
1: was way... Wait- I know high profile. She's with. Uh, I know she was with Diddy. Yeah,
0: you know what I'm saying. Like, I she's like with Future, of course. Um, and the and the whole thing was he wanted a family, and she just basically wanted to still live her youthful life,
1: which is nothing wrong with
0: that. Yeah, but don't you find it kind of um? It's usually the other way around. Double standards. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like typically it's like the woman that wants the the, the family, family and, and the yeah. guy typically wants to fall back in.
1: But everyone has different different things. different right. upbringings that you know what you want. Yeah, you know you want a little you walking around, and you want to be in an age where you can play around little Lou. Because after a while, you start people with kids. I hear this all the time. You start living your life through the kids. Yeah, because now the kids are going through
0: they their life number experience. one priorities. Yes. Yeah, not so. even their
1: more priority. They're just going through their own life experiences for the first time. Okay, and you want to be part of that to mold them because you never know. You might birth the kid that that cures cancer. Mm. you might birth the kid that changes the world that, that made you never know
0: real shit real and shit
1: you got like we just talking about death you got a finite amount of years and you want to keep either your legacy your name your family somebody you want to have your money like no matter what the reason is like it's a reason why we we all program to reproduce
0: and like sort of to tie it into everything like part of nature right Look at the dynamic in which we were just talking about the whole trouble thing, and um, and Michael B. Jordan, obviously two different spectrums. But like when when you look at one dude who gets done by his chick, is willing to go in and fucking kill a dude for her, uh-huh. and then you got you know Michael B. Jordan, you know not to say like simp, you know what I'm <laughs> saying, like being trolled like that. But like to just watch the pain, like we get yo, bro. Every guy knows the pain and when you lose someone that you're madly in love with. Is is just no other. It's a blindside it's it's sickening it's
1: a blind side because you don't ever picture the day without him where where it's gonna end Mm -hmm. you i I never remember the reference man i heard it in a song i can't remember the song i can't remember it'll probably come to you no i've been looking for this for like okay good year now okay but he says something to the to the point where it's like yo we'll make it good as long as it lasts Mm. already knowing that this relationship might not last but let's let's
0: let's rock out
1: because a lot of good things that come with relationships mm-hmm.
0: oh matter of fact i, I kind of know what you t- what you're talking about because in my previous relationship i used to have those moments where like I, I fought with my ex and i had like this phrase i used to be like yo like every time we would get into like these heated uh heated arguments i'd be like yo damn i hope i'm not making you better for the next person i hope i'm not going through these moments where i'm teaching you to be better for the next person i'm not actually trying to teach you to be better for me right but i just hope that we don't break up at some point and all the things but that i taught don't, you You don't know yeah you don't you really don't know but but when you when it happens when it's over and fortunately for me i wasn't in front of like the public eye where people are commenting and, and trolling and talking like it was like reporting mad niggas to shoot and they shot out laurie harvey and she's beautiful yeah she's beautiful like i was just like damn like she like She's a baddie. Like she's she's forever gonna be in conversations. Like she, I think she's a model or whatnot. Like that's basically what she does. But like, I think she's like,
1: Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. Is it step? Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was. Uh, nah, bi- it's not his actual. Nah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she just got his last name. Yeah, she took his last name man. damn son. But <laughs> here's the thing, because like you said, when you see a celebrity, you kind of only date up. You kind of only date people of that in that aura. You. That... I'm saying, yo, any av- yo, Michael B. Jordan is like a heartthrob you know how I many female followers this nigga has and baddies who aren't you know famous or rich he could easily replace it yeah like, easily, like, easily, easily 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 you know what i'm saying but the Can't heart wants three chicks tonight easily bro but the heart wants what the heart desires you know and once you go through that pain the only reason i say i feel sorry for him is because i know how long that healing is going to take you don't just shake that off you don't,
1: especially when you create moments with, with people. That's, that's the hard part. It's like, like the
0: Kodak moments. Like they were constantly traveling or together. Or how
1: about the the moments that nobody sees when you're in bed? You're yeah, talking about your dreams. You're cuddling up with the person. You you trading good feelings.
0: Oh, uh, talking about your future. Right. Talking about your ambitions. Somebody goals. taking
1: your favorite snack away, and you know you're not gonna eat it ever again.
0: <laughs> she is a snack. Yeah. Hey. Yo, she is a snack. Pun intended. Yeah, pun intended. No, but yeah, no, like that. To to make light of it. Yeah, like yeah, like son. That that that's tough. That 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 healing phase is going to be a bitch, but it's going to be there. You're gonna he's gonna eventually heal from it. That's
1: why there's so many blue songs out there, man.
0: Of course, those are the those are the hits. Those are the hits. Like the the, the ones that um, like there there was a song like by my son uh Rod Wave that I, I legit listened to to get over my own shit. But once I heard it, I'm quickly gonna find it. Heart been broke so many times. I I don't know what to believe. I'm not a singer. Don't judge me. Oh, Heart on Ice. Okay. If you ever go through a breakup and you play Heart on Ice, like, like it, it'll slap. But um, it's it's just a part of life. And I always tell people, you really don't know who you're going to end up with. No, you don't. That's the craziest thing about, because like, per- who you currently yeah, yeah. love. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? What you always say, your future wife is probably getting her ass cheeks clapped <laughs> right now by some other dude. And that's your, your your go-to saying, son. <laughs>
0: Damn, son. Yo, wow. So I, yeah, I wouldn't say that's my saying though, but I, I did say that. Like right now, you, you don't even know, but your future wife is probably getting her back blown out right at yeah, this there you moment. Go. But back blown out, yeah. But <laughs> the look on Stan's face is hilarious. But you just haven't bumped into her accidentally yet, right? And that's how it happens. And you
1: never know when it's gonna happen because yeah. attraction
0: is, is is crazy. Yeah, attraction is
1: crazy, and then it's the hunt. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you, you court, you court. Like depending on what type of dude you are, you it, call it it, it's, it's just like so it's funny. The sex, mm-hmm. right off the rip, or it's gonna be, damn, I gotta work for her. Now I finally got her. Damn, is she worth it? Oh, uh, like, all, what, all. What's those... she doing? That's different from the last chick I went there. Mm-hmm. Because yo,
0: here, here's the thing. Spit. Pause you made me like, I ruined you <laughs> yeah. no cause like the, my boy Sham shout out to my boy Sham and shout out to his podcast the Sham Truly podcast but like every time you talking heat he always says like damn my boy's spitting right now oh my son's going for 40 so it's just naturally in me to say like yo, you, you have a good point so I'm saying yo right. spit pause
1: like damn you made me forget my point but um oh shit yeah, my bad you don't. you don't like I said, you don't own the, you get the, you get the P, you get the P sign, like mm-hmm. my cousin Luda calls it. Mm-hmm. Like, he just throws up the P sign, if you know what I mean. Okay. And it's like, yeah, you're in there, but every woman has that. Yeah. Every biological woman has that. Like, you can go and fuck the ugliest chick that she, you know, in the world. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a vagina. Yeah. But then what else is she doing differently? Is she bringing you peace? Like, like the one you you're talking about earlier. Yeah, she brings you. She she doesn't bring you no stress. She brings you peace. She brings you confidence. She oh yeah. Builds you up like oh dear. That's what dudes talk about. Like, what do you bring to the table?
0: Yeah, uh, like I, we could save that for another episode because I could yeah. go on a rant about that element, uh, per se. But like um yeah like the healing process is gonna be tough for michael b jordan but it's it's gonna be there like you you eventually move on like once you once you accept it but it's 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 that viral video of just watching him at the warriors game that just got him trending right yeah, now i'm just like I
1: mean, that's just the internet being yeah saying. you know what i'm saying just somebody just like, somebody saw it they're gonna get the views mm-hmm. <laughs> people will make come-ups off, off off your head yeah that's what the tabloids has been about for all them years we just never read tabloids
0: yeah that's that's real shit you,
1: you in the pharmacy you in the corner store? You see People magazine. You see an ugly picture of Britney Spears with her head shaved off. And
0: <laughs> yo, you I remember, remember that. That was like twenty twenty years ago. So that, that was wild too. Yeah, I remember those but days. We
1: we just never paid attention to it, right? And definitely was just in your face constantly all the time. That's that's all that is. Twitter,
0: man. shade room, whatever helps it go viral. That man's
1: gonna be all right. Yeah, he's gonna be all right. But uh, it's just supposed okay. to show you that the person you with, you don't own that person.
0: Mm, full circle yeah
1: you don't own that person you don't own their thoughts you don't own their intentions Mm. you can only live in the now and then if you have that conversation where you want to build a future what are you doing to get there what are you doing to work on it because eventually people annoy
0: other people you said annoy
1: yeah Mm -hmm. or you grow out of love with somebody because you just start seeing who they are daily and like damn ain't shit gonna change you're not trying to work towards nothing you ain't trying to build nothing people change yeah and that's just what happens. She realized, like, yo, she's
0: locking me down. I'm still trying to over here. Get some mileage. You want something that I don't want. That's a fact. Oh my God, bro. Relationships are, are so difficult, bro. Especially
1: it, nowadays. It belong to the game.
0: <laughs> so no, that that's a valid point. Um, yeah, so the Ryan Clark situation. Okay. Uh Ryan Clark uh yeah, you recently just, you went just, viral. You just told me about it. I, I trigger, triggering the world with his hot take. Well, and well,
1: it, it wasn't about the Steelers?
0: And it, it wasn't. Ryan Clark, a former uh Pittsburgh Steelers safety, um he- Hall of Famer? <laughs> nah i don't think he's a hall of famer he we know him we know him right but he was in a hall of fame he was i'm like dra- a tier two player back I'm, dragging in day, I'm dragging it i'm dragging nah, it i'm just it unnecessarily was so
1: Malu and fucking ed reed and his, and his yeah we're not throwing right there. Nah. oh yeah
0: uh recently on his podcast i believe it was a podcast but anyways it was just a super hot take uh-huh and i want the listeners yo don't trigger alert this man said that he believes that chris brown is more talented than michael jackson and uh, for those that don't know, and I'm just gonna share a very interesting fact about me. I have a portrait of, of Michael Jackson tatted on my body. Did you would get a redone updated uh maybe. I Go don't ahead. know if I, I don't know if I want that pain. I'm good. Okay. People still know it's Michael. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's not like that fifty
1: fifty tattoo. Nah,
0: this was not a cheap tattoo. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, if I'm gonna get a tattoo, it's gonna be new ink. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a fan of cover ups or uh, updating. Like unless it's, it's made, needed. Sometimes yeah, it's needed. Sometimes, but, All right. But yes, yeah, yes. So I'm not knocking people that do it. So, the man came out and said that Chris Brown is more talented than MJ. Your take? Chris
1: Brown is more talented than MJ. Yeah. I think Chris Brown could have been the next MJ. I
0: agree with that. I I think that was everybody's consensus early on in in, his career. that whole
1: situation.
0: Yeah. But it was like the
1: dancing, the singing. He's had hits. Special. He's had hits for almost 20 years now.
0: Special. Yeah, that's crazy. Since 2005. He's been out since like, what, 16? 2005, yeah. Holy shit. I was in high school when Chris Brown came out. Yeah. And he, and he hit. Yeah. He hit like a phenom, bro. Everybody, like, yo, the run it, yo, run it, yeah, say fine. goodbye. Like, this dude was tapping into all the R&B Take songs and the dancing. Like, you're, you're right. You hit it. Like, like he could have been the next MJ for real. Yeah. And his talent, the way he he, he dances, bro, it's not some regular bullshit choreographed one-two step. Like, this dude was ahead of his time. Like, I don't think anybody performs like him.
1: Still to this day. Like, yeah. Like, he, he just, i just seen a, a freaking, uh, uh. Oh, him a promo, rehearsing? A promo for his next album that he about to drop. Yeah. And him jumping into the pool and the visual. He changes outfits. Oh, you change his outfits pool, when he comes out. And, and he goes comes in. out and he's... he's Fire. Dry. I'm like, yo, that's that's creative. Fire. You know? That's what he do. And he he raps. He he, he sings. But next MJ. Better no, than MJ. More, yeah. Um, Different uh. time. MJ was iconic. He permeated. I'm not saying that Chris Brown doesn't.
0: Right. It, it, it's an unnecessary uh comparison, comparison. Yeah, because chris brown and usually i mean they both pop yeah chris brown is great he's an all-time great underrated in terms of like he could have been way further along outside of that whole rihanna situation that yeah, happened that back in the day back his career od bit. yeah but i always said like yo the industry can't block out his talent like they could block out the, his endorsements commercials television sponsorships whatever but his talent is undeniable undeniable bro like
1: if he had decided to go independent and come back like he's good nobody's stopping him he's good (laughs) like nobody's cause now it's it's you and the fans and it's like he still still has people that fuck with you and
0: he still has a large population of female fans he ain't
1: going
0: nowhere he's not going nowhere the take though was unfair because and here's the thing if they're comparing you to Mike that's one hell of a compliment absolutely you know it's kind of like those athletes like if the next quarterback's coming into the league if they start comparing you to Tom you know that's one hell of a compliment. Now will like can you shake up the room by saying, "Yo, Patrick Mahomes might be the next Tom Brady. You are going to st- st- But you're not going
1: to say he's better than Tom."
0: Yeah, but for Ryan At Clark and, and Ryan Clark is older he's than saying, us. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. Like, he's not even the You expect that from like like the, the little niggas that are like fans of Little Pump saying some dumb shit like that. You know, like he's actually he's he's seen MJ way before we did.
1: Yeah, that's a fact. He grew up. <laughs> he grew up with MJ on the radio. But like, MJ I mean, so was still because MJ was dropping new songs when we, was, when we were we growing up. You so. know what I'm saying? But like, still. Yo, fun fact, right? Do you know that when when you have to say the year you were born, they have to say 1900, it makes it sound so far away. What do you mean? Like I was born 1988. Who's who has to say 1900? This is just the um
0: a thing now. The little dudes, the, the kids, to make you feel oh older. <laughs> all, than what you this are. Shit, yeah. Like, bro. You were born in ninth, in the 1900s? <laughs> this is the, all they know is the 2000s. it's so, a fact. Just yeah. like how we used to think of the 1800s yeah. is how they think of the 1900s. But that's what I'm saying. I'm expecting that for the next gen who, who are out here twerking on TikTok to say some dumb shit like that. Right. Not 40-year-old safety who, who grew up. Like, MJ was still black when Ryan Clark was born. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was still black. Yeah. Like, people need to realize... And this is—I'm gonna bring up a cool point for you. The original icons, right? Uh-huh. The Elvis Presleys, the Michael Jacksons. Their fan base was so strong that people started morphing into them. To this day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You
1: still have MJ impersonators. You still have Elvis impersonators.
0: That's it. To this day, that—that shuts down a conversation, bro. Go to bro. Vegas.
1: Is, is, is what you see. It.
0: So, so I'm gonna put you on the spot. Um, give me an iconic MJ moment. That you, O fer- forever just to be able to remember the baby dangling out the freaking... Um... Oh God! <laughs> no, as a performer, bro. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> God damn! Son. God damn! When he was, when he hung blanket yeah. to, to to wave at the paparazzi, right. it wasn't one of his most shining moments. To stick a stand, <laughs> I forgot to say performance. Okay, to say performance. Yeah, yeah. Iconic what? performance.
1: You you're more into the performance than I I am,
0: but um. But I'm pretty sure you are good
1: videos. I could say videos. Okay, like
0: him doing um, Thriller. Okay, hold on. You never watched Motown? Nah. You never watched the first time he ever performed um, Billie Jean? No. Really? Nah. I played it for you. Pretty sure. When you when you first did when you first did the signature moonwalk. I'm pretty sure you have. All right, so I'm pretty p- sure
1: I've seen it, but it doesn't resonate. Oh,
0: resonate. Okay, okay.
1: I, I resonate more to like his music videos. And right, right. Like live performances and on stage performances. It's like, all right, it's cool.
0: Okay. All but, right. So the point that I was trying to make was like you could honestly come up with iconic Michael Jackson performances. But I know a
1: lot of the moments, like chicks is just fainting. Yeah. On 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 set, like right on deck, like they see him, they touch them. Ah! Mm-hmm. they're gone throwing panties and all type of mm-hmm. like yeah I always say like Michael Jackson was the one artist that if he ever came into a room I would geek out yeah like I would I would be a little lost for words because of his platform his his yeah, icon like, his, bro, his, he was like a god
0: this dude yeah that, that's a good way to put it. like he was almost like untouchable in a sense yeah, where he was just, a superhero like this dude walks on stage and everybody it's standing ovations and so the point I was trying to make was you could remember our iconic MJ performance not so much Chris Brown like, if you look if you look at the totality of his career, there is no... And, well, matter of fact, I'll take that back, because some of his iconic performances were actually the MJ tributes. Mm. The BET tribute where he, he performed uh, a couple of MJ songs and impersonated MJ. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing was the, the notion of him being more talented, a slight at MJ who's like...
1: Yeah, yeah but you, you, you are green buttholes right now.
0: Right, 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 right. But I'm just saying, like, it was just such a leap... Of a of an opinion to to say that he's more talented, I was just like, well, that's not fair because yeah. he idolized that man. Listen, the opinion did his job though. Okay, to, to get people to talk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And people like me who are avid Michael Jackson fans, I was triggered. Right. And I and I actually fuck with Chris Brown. I actually fuck with Chris Brown, but like it, it it's just nuts because this kid really could have been on that level of oh shit if he walks into a room and he would
1: have been on the level of Prince and and, and all those Ooh, dudes like yeah. yeah.
0: He he was his talent because his talent
1: and even the comeback that he made. It's like, bro, it's like yeah. he's still uh, like that last indigo freaking album that he dropped.
0: Fire with like twenty eight songs. Fire. Like some music just comes naturally to this Fire. kid, bro.
1: And then his team, like he has the best team because the best performers are gonna attract the best writers. They're gonna attract the best producers. They're gonna attract the best fucking musicians. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. You're not gonna waste your time on somebody that's not gonna pop. Mm-hmm. You're just not. Yeah. You're going to focus on that person that brings him money and that brings him fame. So-
0: and and he's the transcender, setter. Yeah. He's the transcender, bro. You see, Nowadays, like, Jack Jack Harlow dropped the album. Everybody just tra- talking about he's trying to sound like Drake and shit like that. Chris Brown don't sound like nobody but Chris Brown. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If anything, you got people trying to sound... People can't even sound like him.
1: No, because he got his own unique...
0: Sound, bro. And, and his dancing, you just can't... Like, he is the MJ of this era. But the accolades, the performances yeah bro back in the 90s man that thriller album just just in the 70s alone just it humbled the game and then the playing field is not
1: it's not level mm, what do you mean you got the internet you got streaming oh versus album sales and
0: record sales and going to it's, it's not the same kind of hype but here's the thing even with the streams now no artist living is going to catch up to what MJ's done in yeah, his the career multi, the multi-platinum is ridiculous but it's one hell of a compliment, nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. Whether you agree with Ryan Clark's take on uh, Chris Brown or just you feel like MJ's the untouchable goat. Like, listen, they're both great artists. And it was just a, a very interesting take, nonetheless. Mm. Uh, I wanted to close it out with two-thor with for you. But right before we touch down on that, what's your take on LeBron being worth a Billy? It was about to happen. We all knew that was coming. I could have swore it happened a year ago. Nah, it was like, we knew it was coming. Yeah, but for, I'm impressed that, you know, an active player, LeBron... Like Because of was out, outside of endeavors. So, both of us, we actually watched LeBron all throughout his entire career. Yeah, I
1: remember in high school, freaking... I remember the hype. You remember the hype, yeah, son? King James and crowning him king.
0: <sighs> and, and at that time, when he came into the league, that was Kobe's league. Yeah. It, it, it was by far Kobe's league. Kobe, Kobe and a little bit of Shaq. Shaq, Shaq, too. Yeah, you, right. had, you had your rising stars, but Kobe was just head and shoulders above everybody. Yeah, Kobe was the man to beat. When this dude. Jordan
1: is gone already by that time, and Kobe took over the league. Yeah. Just so like LeBron is gone, and now. Now, LeBron's not gone yet, but he's at the wane of his thing, and now it's looking like still the Warriors, but then the Warriors kind of intermeld with the Kobe and the LeBron because yeah. they played in both eras. Right, 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 right. So they were like the in between team. So it's like, it's looking like.
0: Milwaukee, Boston. <clears throat> oh, in terms of franchises, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Outside of the game, just just the achievement of of getting to a billion. This kid from Akron, Ohio, raised by um a single mom, a single mom from the hood, bro, mm-hmm. comes into the league and puts the league on 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 his head top uh what was it 2005 at the age of 23 leads the cavaliers the first time um he
1: wasn't 23
0: 2005 No. Well, uh uh he came in the league what, what in year, 2004 what, what year did he bring him to the finals Was it 2007 I'm, I'm never really good with years but he was 23
1: 2009 when when they lost to the spurs yeah before he went to miami no
0: no he, he didn't go to miami. that was the year before they went to miami i'm just because
1: the last year the next year he lost to the pistons
0: no he beat he the Pistons. Lo- he lost to the boston yeah, and that's one year that, he lost to the Pistons, and that's when he the left. Next
1: year he beat the Pistons, lost to the Spurs, and then the next year is when Boston
0: beat them, and then that's when he left. Yeah, but I'm I'm just so it's like 2008 then, all right, roughly because I've never really been yeah, like 23. But at the age I, of I don't know when his birthday is at bro. the at the age of twenty three to lead a bum ass franchise like Avalis to the finals he had Ilgoskis, you know Eric Snow, and even at that time I didn't know he was going to be an all time great, but that performance when he scored the last twenty five points against Detroit showed you his his potential i was just like oh wow
1: to be able to detroit that just came off two back-to-back finals
0: everything that we've seen him go do throughout his career the 3-1 comeback uh being being the first one to give player um empowerment and really change the game where now superstars are saying hey i don't want to be here i want to go there i want to team up with there. putting putting the world in his head time when he goes to miami and then shocking the world when he goes back to cleveland after after all the the backlash that he got right right for him to accomplish the feat of, of reaching a Billy, I don't... How many players have reached a billion? Was it just MJ? Jordan. Definitely Jordan. I think Kobe was close. Kobe was close prior, but Kobe didn't... like he be, If Kobe became a billionaire, it was after he played.
1: I want to say...
0: I can't I think of... Say it. a soccer player. No, no, no. Just in the sport of basketball. Oh, okay. the, of course. But soccer is international. Shit um, like that. Magic? Uh, no, uh Playing? Playing? I think it was just him, him just and MJ, him. him and MJ.
1: MJ didn't reach a billy. Oh no, no. They, they weren't getting paid like that.
0: MJ reached a billy after he retired. Yeah, after he retired. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So he's like the first player to reach a billion accolades while still yeah, playing. Yeah, that's like that. That feat is is nuts. This man is like, considering the fact that he played. He's now entering his twentieth year. And well, think about it like this:
1: Tom Brady has been playing all these years, has all these
0: accolades, and doesn't Not, have a billion. Doesn't even have half his worth they's even 500 million yet bro uh, yeah he's reaching a billion everything. yeah but just looking at um the off the the off the court work the 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 voice that he has on social media he's he's loved
1: he's the first active player
0: to reach a billion mm-hmm. like he's loved and he has like a lot of impact he has like a like his voice reaches people you know he he's a part of the community he gets it he, he gets
1: it He got that school he got the the shop and he got mad endeavors
0: and and it goes to show it, the, the thing that blows my mind this is an individual who never stepped foot in college right and he became a billionaire he, he he skipped that whole process like you know they say you go to college and you learn a lot about yourself you learn about how to be a man and be an adult and make certain decisions and, and then you play for some of these universities he skipped all that and still managed to find a way to keep his resume clean no arrests no off the court no shit. scandals you know what i'm saying family man it, it it it's it's just it's remarkable to see, and it's like yo, we watched this kid come in at seventeen on the front cover of um
1: ESPN magazine.
0: What was that other magazine? That Sports was Sports Illustrated. Sp- Sports Illustrated being um, self pronounced king, and today at twenty uh, in the year twenty twenty two, this dude becomes a billionaire. I wonder how it's gonna feel like to be like to play against this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like a dude that's worth a billion.
1: I mean, these people still coming at him. This,
0: yeah, no, right. But I'm saying people that are worth a billion or um, the press box yeah the
1: press box and uh yeah the
0: suites <laughs> you know what i'm saying in in suits this dude's still on the court with the young ones
1: millionaires you, you know what i'm saying most of y'all are millionaires already but now he's like damn he's a billionaire billionaire that's like what the millionaires was playing with the regular people because back in the day those those basketball come on now contracts wasn't that much come on now so it's like yeah that's a different level it's like Jay-Z.
0: On some hope shit, yeah.
1: Because Jay Z is the only rap-
0: rapper rapper who, who who's probably touched a Billy now.
1: Well, Dre,
0: Dre, well, yeah, Dre too, yeah. Dre, but- because of the Beats deal, the Beats deal, like it was like for like half a bill on yeah. top of what he already acclaimed. But he's on some hope shit, yeah. Because hope
1: was just a, a rapper, and, and hope is still active. Yeah, he can still drop an album, and people will go out and buy it. Like,
0: yeah. Real shit, and yeah.
1: well, he's more than just a rapper. Let's—he's he's a businessman. I get what you're yeah, saying. I—I yeah. I, I get what you man. I'm you're not going to do it, man. In yeah. I'm a businessman. So let me handle my business. Damn,
0: just real shit. But um, yeah, he started a music label.
1: Like he realized that you're not going to get it through one avenue. Yeah, and and that's what the really smart
0: ones do. And also surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah, so, this, which
1: is a hard talent.
0: And and they always say like if you're the smartest person in the in the room, you need it. you're in the wrong circle. You know, if you're the smartest person in the circle. And that—that's what LeBron is. Like he's surrounding himself around the Maverick Carters and um, his other boys, and just a billion dollars. Yeah, just impressive, man. Shout out to LeBron James, because God damn son. But uh, final thoughts? No, just in general. Being oh, back, bro, life I'm glad, podcast. I'm glad to be back. Um, freaking, let's take this shit to the moon, man. Uh, this is us getting back up eight times. Yeah, even though that means mathematically mathematically it doesn't make any sense how the fuck are we up to eight times but yo here we are life man yeah just trying to navigate and
1: give myself more free time yeah and and capitalize on that free time because i got get into these lazy modes where it's like you're free i just want to stay home and and do nothing and it's like there's more to it than that Uh i I don't know what i got to do to get myself out of it if it's like
0: some kind of like home depression where it's like i don't feel like doing anything oh we could we could talk about it yeah. We, we, we we definitely gonna talk about it off the mic too, but yeah. like I definitely know exactly what you mean. Right. But um, at this point in my life, it's just challenging myself. Like all the things that I was ever afraid to even try, I'm doing it without the fear of failure. You
1: know, we tend to overcomplicate things. Of course,
0: we tend. That's all we do. <laughs> yeah. Every, every bro, I think you put it in the simplest um, form, and this is why I love some of our conversations off the mic where you just like, yo, we're doing all this just to die. Yeah. You know. So everything in between that moment of life and then death. We're overcomplicating everything. Right. So it's not even something that we tend to do. It's something we always do. <laughs> we overcomplicate everything in life. Because if you look at the grand scheme of things, it's like, yo, bro, we can't take none of this shit when it ends. No. You know what I mean? So that that's a fact. Right.
1: Look how long it took me to get my car back, and it was that simple.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. My son stand back on the road yeah, and shit. It was that simple. Out right? here picking up bitches and shit, man. We out I here. Guess. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we just say it's not a big deal, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yo, yeah, but having a car is, hey, hey. Yeah, that's, that's an advantage. It, yeah, it is. Hey now, it is. Hey now, It comes with its own headaches, but it is an advantage. Mm-hmm. When
1: everything is going smooth, it's smooth sailing.
0: Yeah, and, but like definitely, like like I was saying, like just like just attacking all the things that you want to do without the fear of failure and the fear of like whatever people oh, you're are gonna think roadblocks. Yeah, like that's you're, put, you're putting up what if
1: scenarios that haven't happened yet. I mean, granted, they're valid mm-hmm. and they can happen. That's one of the
0: possibilities. But you ever watch Back to the Future? Throwback with um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. Been a while, but you, I've you, watched it. I so can't remember the concept, but i watched
1: it. There's a whole thing. It's like, yo, don't talk with your former selves, or don't change anything, because you're gonna create an alternate timeline. Mm. And this is gonna happen. It's like it's the butterfly effect. If a mm-hmm. butterfly waves his arms enough, it Stand can it's waving his arms. By the it way, it could make a tornado in fucking Texas, three hundred miles away. Okay, that's what the butterfly effect is. Okay, shit hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. yet we play these scenarios where the bad shit all happened. not really thinking about it if i just dive in and see what happens yeah all right cool mm-hmm. shit might work out but you won't know until you try it
0: but you got to get it to the root of what the hell is fucking blocking you yeah you know what I'm Yourself. Saying? that's that's the hardest thing you're it, blocking you yeah yeah that's the A hardest lot of times thing. you're
1: blocking you yeah it's all good, the time it's good to get advice to see how to get started or yeah things like that but you're blocking you yeah like when you're talking about your trips I'm like, yo, all you got to do is go online, see how much your trip is, and then start.
0: Going. Oh, last year. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. Like, yo,
1: Luda, Luda said the same to me, bro.
0: Shout out to my boy Luda.
1: So it's like, you got a plan. A goal is nothing without a plan, and a plan is nothing without hard work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so it's like, what's the plan? What's the dollar? Like, I got a young boy at work, right? He's trying to do a little something in his backyard, create like a garage type thing. So I'm like, what's the number? You working two jobs right you have you have a goal i see that you're trying to do something all right cool how much is it gonna cost to get the garage how much is it gonna cost to fix it all right once you fix it how much is everything else so now you have the dollar let's say just for a flat number it's ten thousand dollars all right you're making this much much a week with this many hours is it conducive to you is there better ways to make it is there more efficient ways to make it to get to your goal sooner or, or are you okay with this plan? You gotta know that. Boom. That's your goal. You have your goal. Now you have a plan. And now to execute on it to hard work, because there's gonna be times you wanna go out. There's gonna be times you wanna deviate from that money. Shit comes up where you gotta take from that money. So it's like is that gonna delay you or is it gonna express you or are you that focus? That you're gonna get your shit together,
0: yeah, and, 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 and execute on that. And that's the thing, like, the, it's the lack of focus sometimes, because sometimes we allow life to intervene with our progress, mm-hmm. or And your then, priorities, or, or your priorities, and just like, yo, life is always gonna life. Yeah, life is always gonna life. Life is always gonna life. You know what I mean? And it's like it's so important to have that that solid focus, like, that and this and, that and
1: consistency like, that goes back to what you was talking
0: about. Yeah, yeah. And I was just about to say, like, yo, I've been working out my whole life. I can't remember the last time I wasn't working out. But yet I find myself still gaining weight and still now in my thirties, it's just like, what's gonna be different about this one? And it's the level of commitment I'm now applying. Now it's not just working out, because that's the easier part. Now it's focusing on my diet on top of it, in which I never had to do it in the past. But now this is the level of focus now. It's just like I right, I'm not eating this, I'm eating this now. You know? And it's being able to put it all together.
1: You eat to live, you don't live to eat.
0: Right. That's right. <laughs> you know, but unfortunately yeah. times <laughs> jerk chicken you know i'm saying pasta steak all all them shits make you enjoy eating a little bit uh extra Mm -hmm. but yo all Mm -hmm. that shit is valid and one thing with me and and i'm gonna i'm gonna plug in uh my my youtube like the evan king uh youtube channel that i launched you know evan underscore k double i n g Uh, it's my reaction page Is, is it the first reaction page of all time no but it's mine and um, if you want to subscribe, rock with it. But this is just me stepping out of my comfort zone and starting shit for the sake of, hey, who's going to stop me? Nobody. I want to be great. And I'm willing to do everything it takes to be great. That's it. You know what I mean? And I'm willing to tackle all the things that I hesitated on because we're not we're not holding back no more.
1: Our boy Blaze will always be, you know forever be an example for me. Yeah. yeah. He wanted to be a rapper from young and had that focus and that goal and that hard work and that
0: dedication. From a youth. From a youth. Way before way before we even understood what what timing he was on. And this dude was like fifteen. He was fifteen and it was instilled in his mind like, yo, we're not going hard enough. And this is what I want to do. And you know, yeah. he's still
1: kid minded and he was just grown and knew
0: that this is what I want to do and this is what I gotta do to do it. Yeah. And go shit. And and that's the shit that's like it like God don't make mistakes. Like he puts special people among you. That have that kind of insight where you could either learn from or he's gonna make you uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? But you need those people that are gonna make you uncomfortable because they're the truth tellers. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm at that point in my life where I'm willing to finally be a truth teller to myself and bring out the best version of myself because that's how you're gonna be great in life. Right. You know what I mean? So appreciate you guys for rocking out. I'm your boy Evan. This is your boy Stan. And this is the Heart to Be Woke podcast, man. GOAT Edition. Okay. I like that.